Welcome to Small Business Sisters, where two sisters who started their own separate businesses come together to share all things business growth and personal growth. Every week, they will share practical business tips they have learned along their journey and share their individual perspectives. So grab a drink and join the sisterhood as they discuss all things womanhood, motherhood, and small business. today's episode, you're going to hear us reference my social media bundle. This is Christina, by the way. You're going to hear us reference my bundle many a time. And so I wanted to give you the information on how to find that bundle if you are interested. If you go to Christina, that's with a C-H, hyphen Hobbs, H-O-B-B-S dot com, and you go to the tab that says learn with me, it'll give you all the information of how to download your very own bundle. Thanks for listening today, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Small Business Sisters. We're excited to be with you today because we're going to be talking all about social media, and that has become such a big part of small business. Um, And some of us can feel like we like it, but we don't really know what to do. Or we can feel like, what do I post? Or we can feel like, I don't know what to ask people to do after I post. So Christina has, one of her business entities is Christina Hobbs Co. And she teaches exactly that. All about using social media to connect with your people. And your content. So she's going to give us just a little bit of, um, I don't know, tidbits from her course. But I highly encourage you. I have done her course, gotten her bundle. It's super affordable for what you're getting. um, And it's just really helpful. It comes with actual printable worksheets. I'm such a visual person. I think a lot of makers are. And kinesthetic people who need to like write it down. So that's so helpful. You literally just print it as many times as you need and fill it in. So I, even though this is awesome that Christina is giving us this information, I really, really recommend going and grabbing her bundle. What is it? $34? Uh-huh. $34. Yeah, it's like so affordable. Grab it, support a small business, and you'll already know like a lot of um, extra information because she's teaching it here. So all right. Yeah. Christina. Thanks, Jen. <laughs> so um, normally I do a social media workshop that comes with the bundle. And so I thought I would give you all kind of like the framework around what the bundle is like consists of. And then if you're interested, you're more than welcome to hop on and grab the bundle. And we'll give all of that information at the end as well as post it on our Instagram. So I'll start off by saying I know that we live in a year, years, that social media is daunting in the fact that I would say the negative thing about social media is the divisiveness it brings just because you do find that people become maybe even a different person behind the screen. Um, However, I am somebody that loves social media um, because Someone said this the other day and I was like, I love that so much that it's a catalog of like who you are at that time in life. And I love that. Oh, that's you, good because that remember yeah. that meme we saw where it's like the most embarrassing thing is to go back and look at yes. status zero in 2000. Yes, it is. It is. It is. Yes. It's some, but I like it I mean, as a catalog. 
Yeah. And I have evolved so much as a person. I mean, social media, I'm 33. So social media, Facebook, I was part of the first year, maybe two years of it that you only had it if you had a college email. Um, It came out in 2006, which is the year I graduated high school. So like I was really one of the starting years of social media. Um, And so to look back at, I mean, I was 18, 17 at the time to now I'm 33. So I have so much cataloged that I'm not a scrapbooker. So I've, I'm very awful at maintaining memories in that way. And so it is almost like this catalog, this scrapbook, not only of pictures of my life, but I really can go and look at what was happening. I mean, on my time hop, it'll be like, I'm laying in bed studying for um, geology or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't people say need to Christina, know that. Ha, Christina is laying yeah. in bed. <laughs> Remember yes. when they did Christina that? Christina is laying <laughs> And they had like a, a character limit. So you couldn't do this like <laughs> crazy long post, which is probably healthy. But um, anyways, yeah. So I'll look back and be like, why was I telling people that I was laying in like, it's just whatever. But then it's so cool to see, especially as social media grew and I started to form opinions that I would post publicly or even the hard days of motherhood or funny things my kids said, like all of that is cataloged. And I love that so much. But even beyond that, I, Jenny can attest to this, that I um, love connecting to people in real life. Um, mm-hmm. It's like talking like to people. A, <laughs> yeah, like, it like is, you have one of those. thrive on it. Yeah, like I'm one of those people that a lot of people might find overwhelming because I will. Awkward silence is just that to me. It's incredibly awkward. I can't handle it. Like, and I love the challenge of getting to know somebody on a deeper level. I am not somebody that is going to hang out and be surface level. Like, that's just not me. And so when social media came around, especially when I started my business and had to you know, gain more exposure, it became such like a thrill to me to um, figure out and guess and check ways to connect through a screen. Um, I think part of it is when I was having babies, I joined Facebook groups with people who were pregnant around the world at the same time. And from those groups, I've actually formed some pretty solid friendships. Yeah, I would just like to interject. (laughs) (laughs) Christina not only formed solid friendships with these people that she just met because they were pregnant at the same time, but they like travel and get together. And Ellie and I are always like, what is happening? Because we're very opposite of that and like just hole up inside our houses. But I appreciate that about you. You are really good at connecting with people. And so I've um, now I've learned and developed ways to do that with my business. And so a couple years ago, um, when I was, I, I still run several business social medias, but the majority are ones that I'm a part of. But for a while there, I was trying to run people's social medias and people were asking me to. And while I loved, I love the concept of that. I one don't have time to do that for a lot of other people. And two, 
Something that I've found is really, really important is having your own brand voice. And for me, I'm not somebody that can be someone else's voice. I, even when it comes to Wildflower or even Small Business Sisters, you have to merge two different voices to be one. And that can be a challenge. And so when people started asking me to do their social medias or run their social medias, while it was very flattering. And again, I have like a lot of joy doing it. I also didn't feel comfortable because it's so much pressure to be somebody else and handle situations or even the the phrases you say or the way you talk is someone's brand voice. Um, If you look at Walmart and Target or Nike and whoever, like all of them have different brand voices. And that just seems like really challenging to me. Right. So it's almost instead, like it's a person, like it, your brand becomes mm-hmm. almost like a person. So it does have a voice and that's hard mm-hmm. to replicate because you, you aren't the person. Right. Like if it's, this is going to sound awful, but if it was a really, really fancy brand, like one of their core attributes is like elite or Fancy, like I would not be the person to run their Instagram. Like (laughs) the phrases I use probably aren't super fancy or, you know, all of that stuff. Like you have to take the adjectives into turn. And I just didn't feel comfortable doing that. And so instead I was like, well, what if I created a course or a workbook or something that will instead give other people the tools to be their own brand voice? And to to be confident, because I think that's where people struggle the most is the confidence behind posting on social media, because once you post it, I mean, you can delete it. But once you post it, it's almost like you put your brand out there and what are people going to think? And so I think. I also think that with the algorithm and the constant changing of Facebook and Instagram and all of these things, people get in their head a lot and put pressure on themselves like I have to post every day or I have to post at this time or I need this amount of engagement and I think all of that gets in your head where then you go you go and you're like I have to post today but then you freeze or the post is not the post is not like quote-unquote like what you wanted it to be so anyways I was like maybe I can create something that will help build confidence and push people to post But also take away that fear aspect of Mm -hmm. I'm going to push people away or I don't want to be too salesy or spammy or whatever. Um, I just thought a lot of times that's just what people need is like a little push, a little push to do it. And so that's when I had this idea of creating what now is Christina Hobbsco. And it's just it's exactly that. It's it's a uh, it's a way to get you like what I do in my mind for my social media, I put on paper for other people to now do for their um, their businesses. Because one thing a lot of people do is they'll purchase like a hundred prompts for a hundred days or whatever. But when it's like, what's your favorite food, or you know, like sh- show what you're eating today, where that is just not what your brand needs to be communicating. Um, And that's what's going to set you apart from Sally next door, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) 
Hallie. So anyways, my prompt <laughs> journal that I created is supposed to get your mind going where it just naturally depicts your brand and what you want to say about your brand. Instagram is a place that um, people come to hear your story in pictures. And I think that, well, actually I know this cause I did a survey on Instagram. So it is skewed cause it was on Instagram, but it was like 69 to 31%. People said when they hear about a company, they go to Instagram first before even Googling the company. And so yeah, I find that really interesting. interesting that, that we just live in a day and age where, cause I do that too. I'm somebody who's, I, I, if I see a, even a commercial or an ad on Instagram or an ad on Facebook or whatever, I'll try to find their Instagrams first. And um, I just feel like when people see your feed, it just gives, whether we like it or not, it gives a vibe off of what your brand is. And people based on that, based on the vibe they get from your um, profile in five, six, seven, eight seconds, they have to decide like, do I want to follow this person or do I not or follow this brand or not? And so my whole goal of my prompt journal is that in the, you know, the, the six posts that they see when they first get to your profile, we need to be answering questions about who you are. We need to be showcasing what you offer. We need to inspire people by what you offer. And they need to see that you're a real human being because we also live in a day and age where you're not sure if what you're ordering is actually from like yeah, being yeah. made by that person. that person, you know, like I don't want to trash talk anybody, but you, <laughs> when you say handmade, like they're going to be looking for like, well, who's making this? Who's is this person? coming from a different country? Is this here? So that is what my bundle is supposed to do naturally um, is get you thinking and it prompts you, right? And it's not prompts like, what are you eating today? Um, and I'll go into more in just a second, but well, it's I kinda more like to You just made me think of, so I've been thinking of it as the captions and the words you're using, which you're great at helping that to tell the story. But not only that, but your pictures should tell the story with it. So that's mm-hmm. a really good point of making sure Instagram and social media is such a narrative and is such a personal mm-hmm. um, story. So you're, you should constantly be like adding on to your story. But mm-hmm. that helps that you just really helped me that like not only is that the text, but that is visually it should also be telling that same story. So yeah. Good. And I want to be careful that I'm not saying your feed has to look perfect or that you know, all the pictures of you have to, because if you go to mine, one of my, one of the pieces of the prompt journal is discovering the four adjectives you want people to feel when they interact with your brand. And where are they interacting with your brand? They're interacting with your brand on social media. They're interacting with you from your, the package, like the, the item that they receive. And so I have you look into and decide on brand adjectives because something you want to make sure is if you want. So, for instance, Beautiful Chaos, when I when people come to my space, which is social media, I want them to feel like they're not in an authentic space. I want them to think they're in a bright space, a fun space and an inclusive space. 
And so when I know those four adjectives, when I go to post something, I make sure it lines up with one, two, or all four of those pieces because those, my brand adjectives are who I want to attract. And so if somebody comes and sees that my feed, quote unquote, looks perfect, but I'm wanting to come off authentic, like that's going to push anybody away who's actually authentic. So it depends, like if you are, um, you know, I just did this workshop with somebody who sells really expensive furniture all over the nation, um, antique furniture, and the majority of her customers are in the, um, what I like to call the Kennedy (laughs) clientele. Um, And so hers is probably going to look different um, than my space because her ideal customer is different than my ideal customer. And so you do want to definitely narrow down those adjectives because not only will it help you um, create the space that you're wanting, but it will also push you on the posts that you don't want to click post on because you're scared. If it falls in line with one of those four or five adjectives, it doesn't matter if it turns anybody else away if it's drawing in your ideal customer that lines up with those four or five customers. Yeah, that's really good. That's helpful. You could really just give that. And then every time you. okay, so people listening, maybe you're thinking like you just want to start somewhere. That is such a great part to start maybe for a week. Just every time you post, look at your four words or whatever. And like, okay, does this post go with that? Start there Mm -hmm. and then do Mm -hmm. these other things. Christina's teaching like that's that that alone would is like life changing. (laughs) Yeah, I think that will help the confidence level. We definitely want to make sure you are not posting. Like if you go to your Instagram highlights or I'm sorry, insights, not highlights. If you go to your Instagram insights and look at this year's posts, you're going to see the ones that got the most engagement or the most reach. Um, And I will say this, and I said this on our podcast last week. I am not here to say, here's how you get 50,000 followers, because guess what? I only have 4,900. And I've been doing this for six years. So that's, yeah, followers, you know, I always say this. Followers mean really nothing. It's like, yeah, go look at an engagement on a post with just because someone has high followers does not mean that post is getting seen if people aren't engaging with it. So right. don't get so and focused I, on followers. A hundred percent, which is why you want to focus on the content, because those forty nine hundred people that do follow me. That is who I need to be speaking to, not right. the a million eight hundred that aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, I don't make money on on Instagram. I'm not there to be an influencer or make money that way. People who sell from Amazon links and things like that, they have to have you know those that follower count. But I'm there to provide content that's going to connect me to my customers, so that they build trust in me, and in turn decide like. Well, one, my job is to make them see that they want or need my product. But my other job is to make sure that they are building trust in me to either buy my product or refer me to their friends. And so um, that's why I'm so focused on the content piece and not necessarily gaining followers. Do I want exposure? Absolutely. Who doesn't? But at the same time, Focusing on that content and providing that 
fit to their need or want like that's as a as an entrepreneur that's why you're there that's why your yeah, business is and on speaking there speaking to the so I just did while Christina was talking I did what she said to go look at your insights and your top performing posts um and this speaks to Christina saying having the confidence to post even if you're nervous to post it or it feels vulnerable my mm-hmm. top six posts well, one is Mother's Day boxes, but that doesn't count because I boosted it. <laughs> but the yeah, next the ones are, you do ads on. Yeah, that doesn't work. The next one is my graphic. It's okay not to be okay. When I shared about, I was really struggling with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one, all of them. I'm not going to explain each one. All of them are very vulnerable posts that I showed. A and you don't. This isn't saying you have to like share all your deep and most secrets but if you when you get to just show your humanness and make someone else feel like you're not alone because I'm experiencing this Mm -hmm. it helps people like all mine are sharing like my dog died that was of and how I was coping with the grief um my sister left and I was really sad Mm -hmm. uh anything of like being like being human people humans relate to people being humans yeah and that's like huge well and Jen your product falls in line a lot with you know I need this thing to make me feel warm and cozy and Mm -hmm. you know like your your vulnerability is a piece of who your brand is I mean people don't even have to interact with you and see that and realize like this girl's vulnerable um and I guess I'm going I'm gonna go over like the 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 method that I use that again you can go into way more depth in my um bundle but the humanness is a piece of that and again those four adjectives are really important because that's going to dictate your humanness right like Jenny and I have both gotten to a point where we're very transparent on Instagram but that's come from a lot of practice one of that confidence of oh the messages we get of just how that has made people not feel alone that's why we're doing this podcast because that's We've gotten those messages so much that it makes it easier to share. Um, but that might not be something that you are feel safe in yet. And that's okay. Especially like I was just saying that other girl's brand adjectives, there was no authenticity as part of her brand. And that's okay. But her humanness might line up with different adjectives. Um, and so, you know, yeah, that's a good find point. those adjectives because that's going to help you. But the human posts, that's what I was going to say. If you go look at your Instagram insights now, it's not going to work if all you've posted are your products because your right, top post right. will be your products. But if you have posted, maybe you've posted a picture of your dog or maybe you've posted a picture of you, which we're going to talk about in a second. Yeah, you in I the guarantee picture you it's going to be in those huge. top ones. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because I guess it feels very like uncomfortable. You- yeah, like you are hand making something for your customer. So, of mm-hmm. course, they want to see like mm-hmm. you and then they buy into like, yeah, oh, this, this person is making my thing that I'm receiving. Yeah, I was talking to some people about this the other day because I was like, this is why local businesses do really well in times of hardship like COVID our local businesses in town were just loved on, but it's because these people get to know those people because they go in and meet them. And so when you're selling something online and don't get to meet the people, 
this is your way, right? Where they Mm -hmm. connect with you and quote unquote, you become a local business to them. So when you're, when you're planning your post, the method I use is I do a teach post, a human post, a Pinterest post, which we'll talk about in a second, and a product post. And I just rotate through those. Now in your bundle, if you decide to get it, it goes in so much more depth. I actually give you lots and lots and lots and lots of question ideas to answer yeah you just need to go get this bundle right now because (laughs) i'm telling you even just the call to act there's so many call to action ideas that aren't obvious call to actions where you know when you Mm -hmm. read a post and you're like oh my gosh there which i'm guilty of this sometimes i'm like Mm -hmm. well i'm just gonna ask a question because i don't know (laughs) but yeah christina that is so valuable she tells you like what you can do to get the reader to do something like take an action not just scroll by mm-hmm. um that that yeah that is worth the bundle <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a piece when we're on instagram and and you're trying to connect with people there sure you like their picture their picture's prettier they're real but if there's no call to action and this isn't just like asking people a question this could just be direct you never want them to just scroll your photo and move on you want to give them something else to do to build on your story. So I give lots of different call to actions and it's not necessarily a question. Sometimes it might be. Um, but yes, that's so important to just give them the next step. Give them the next step of, of what you want them to do. Um, so, and then for the, under the teach section, I give so many, we want to communicate to people immediately when they get to their page are who, what, when, where, why, and how. And so I just give ideas of using that to post every week. Then, of course, your humanness, which will line up with your adjectives. But um, I give ideas for that, too. And then I changed. I, it used to be an inspiration theme, but I changed it to Pinterest because for me, that was easier to think of. Like, well, what would I post on Pinterest? Like you have your your how to's or, you know, all of that, that piece and then um, products. And so really every four posts will be a product post and not that you can't have products and the other ones you can but your product post is where you're going to sell um selling should be like the last thing that you do on instagram because you should be communicating so much of why they would benefit from your product or service that you don't constantly have to show up and be like buy this buy this yeah you're right because they're already like wanting to do that based on the story you tell them about it yeah, and Instagram's changing a little bit in the fact that they have Instagram shopping. But originally, people didn't go on Instagram to buy. They went on to connect with people, really, is why they went on Instagram. And so that's why we want to show up in that sort of way. And if they end up buying, awesome. But you're not going to keep showing up in people's feeds if all you're showing is product photos because people aren't going to engage with that as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, so I have cheat sheets for all of those in the bundle. And then as far as planning goes, I've been experimenting because I we talked about this two weeks ago, maybe that I used to plan weeks in advance. But as I add on more businesses, it's just not feasible for me to do that. Yeah, Christina um, does. I love, I mean, I I really enjoy social media to an extent, but I'm not good at like doing multiple. Like Christina does small business. 
I do. And I love it. (laughs) But what I've started doing is just like planning out ahead of time on paper and then going to actually create the post on the day of, which has been very helpful and is really working for me. But you might be somebody that ends up planning a week at a time on the like scheduling it out. Um, And that's my goal for people is to plan seven days out, whether you write it on the day or you are able to uh, put it in something like later or on Facebook business where it can be scheduled out. Um, that would be so great. ask you a you- question? And because I don't think this is in the course. I don't want to give it away if it is. But like, so what do you do? You plan stories, too? Or what do you usually use for stories? I struggle with stories. Stories are I just like plan- in the moment things. Well, people plan out their stories all the time, especially if they're selling, like if they're somebody who does an ad for somebody, I guarantee Mm -hmm. you they schedule those out. I'm somebody who doesn't schedule out stories because I have the ability to do it the day of. Um, And stories are less stories are more real life. Okay, so absolutely. I think it should be more real life, but I do highly encourage you to have highlights where you take stuff from your stories and add it to a highlight because people look at those and it could be like, Jen, let's say you have a local highlight, like sell locally or find me locally. We'll do that. Find me locally highlight. If somebody's looking for you, you can go to highlight and it's all your it's you actually talking, which they're getting to know you. And again, that's something you're going to put in your post. That's a question you can answer. Can I find you anywhere locally that I can smell your amazing sense? Um, and that way, okay, so they click on your highlight and you're like, so Matt, light and pine today. And <laughs> it's my brick and mortar. This is where you see it. And you add that to the, like, find me locally. Um, okay. Or you might say... Uh, it might be a story where you've said, I'm in the Wildflower Republic in Texas, and that's under... Like, okay, so my locally. highlight is called Light and Pine, but that's probably not helpful, right? It should be called, like, Correct. local shop. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah, find, or, like, find me locally, or or you could even, for you, I would say find me in Illinois, and then find me in Texas. Like, do, do okay. two different highlights. Okay, that's helpful. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, you can for sure schedule stories out. To me, that seems uh, daunting. Yeah, that does. <laughs> well, stories in general where, feel daunting to me. Yeah, but so do you feel I would like definitely show up in your get stories. your posts ready first. Like, get that down, and then maybe you go to stories. Yeah, Is it and in my bundle, to add I, your post I, to stories. No. Okay. So that's just somewhere no. you can start. <laughs> like me, I'm some, just not a story right. person. And because of the stupid algorithm, you might not show up in even somebody who's following you. You might not show up in their feed, but if they are story watchers, they'll see your story. And then if they want to click on your post, they will. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I mean, just think of your routine that you do on social media. Like, what do you look most at? I love stories. So I, that is something I'm going to invest in. Oh, and I meant to say this at the beginning that I do not think every, and I said this last week when we were talking about Pinterest, figure out where your clientele is residing as far as social media goes. If you, if your target market is over the age, I would say of like 45, Instagram should not be where you are primarily hanging out as a business. You like, um, I have even considered if Instagram, Gosh, I'm so close to 45. 
That's, I'm <laughs> 45. Let me say like 45 is not old, but the demographic, if you look at the demographics, which again, you can see well, on Instagram. Where is 45 year olds? If Facebook, I hate Facebook. <laughs> Jenny, what does Trevor say when he refers to us being old? That's that true. we are Facebook, Facebook moms. moms. Guys, called. we are just called by the <laughs> younger generation. Trevor's their juniors in high school. They call us Facebook moms. Facebook moms. I don't even like Facebook, but we're just okay. called Facebook moms. <laughs> well, and I take that. I mean, you can see your insights. So if you have enough people on Instagram in that age group, then yeah. But like... I, and so maybe I should change 45 because that is, you, you're right. Okay. Like they're not, but I just mean like get to know your customer and figure out where they're hanging out. If your clientele is twenties, they're probably, you're probably better finding them on TikTok or even right, doing right. Snapchat ads. So I just mean like, oh my gosh, <laughs> figure out, figure out your target market and reside where they are. And we were talking about this at my workshop That's the good. other night. Someone was like, I'm really afraid to say my target market because I don't want to lose the other people and I was like I understand that because I have teenagers that come in and buy my shirts and then I have older like and when I say older I mean like 70s and 80s come buy my shirt which I love both I of love that, that those clientele I do too I love it so much um but however in saying that like I need to do whatever I can to hold I can't I cannot lose my target market which is mm -hmm. to me boy moms right because of the matching pocket tees that's what I sell mm -hmm. best like that, those are my people so do I want to lose the other ones absolutely not but I cannot lose my target market yeah, so like not that, that, that you're not like gonna top have top priority right and like not that I can't have sales from all the others that would be amazing and I want to connect with those people but when I'm thinking about what to post or what to, whenever you're thinking of your target market, like you can't, you have to think of it of like who you can't lose. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which yeah, is hard. Like you want to say like, well, my shirts are for everyone because they really are. <laughs> but in my head, because that's the other tip I'm going to give you when you go to actually write your post, which again, the prompt journal is in the, the bundle and it will help you journal throughout the week thoughts. So when you go plan your posts, you have real life things to think and talk about. Um, but when you go to write it, can you hear my buddy? <laughs> You're Barley. <laughs> uh, He's so Hey, cute. Ollie, can you take him out? One of my Hi, Barley. Here playing with him. Real life, always. <laughs> um, what I was going to say was when you sit down to actually write your post, think of that target. This is why the conversation came up the other night of, but I want to think of everybody. Think of that target market being across from you at the breakfast table and tell them the story. Even if it's your product post, what would you communicate to them about this product? Because that's going to come off less salesy and spammy than... You know, my son went to a sleepover last week and I had this wet bag for him and it was perfect because he was able to like throw in his toothbrush with his bag and just carry in the simple bag that was cute. And I knew that you know he could put his dirty clothes back in it and I could just wipe it clean. Like that's so different than here's a wet bag, buy here's it for $20. Bag. Yeah, because you've already gotten someone to you're reading to be like, oh, I have a son. Oh, I have kids that go to sleepovers. Oh, right. this has happened to me. 
I need this mm-hmm. wet bag instead of yeah. like, if I saw so just be, something wet bag, $20, like I'm not, I'm like, okay, what's a wet bag? And I just keep scrolling. Right. So but it's one of those things where the journal. That I can relate to. Yeah. And that's one thing the journal will help with for sure. So let's see. What else do I have down here? Oh, if you really wanted to look at your Instagram insights, you can nail down. It will show you ages that are on there that are following you and and engaging with you, which that will help you when you run ads. Um, It'll help you know exactly who's seeing it. And then um, it'll also tell you the time of day that those people are on. So that will give you an idea of when to post. I. I'm pretty guess and check on that. And I just kind of wing it with all the businesses. So mm-hmm. I'm not somebody that's like, you have to post at this time. Um, but if you are, you should look that up and see my, again, my target market is on Instagram a lot. It's not like they sit down at one time of the day to scroll. Um, it's just the generation I'm in. And as far as that's warm probably audience, a good way to think about like your own habits too with social media. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I probably am part of my target market. Well, I'm definitely part of my target market. And I think of like, okay, I'm usually we've done dinner. I'm sitting now. Everyone's doing their own thing. I'm usually on social media at that, like after dinner time. So that yeah. tends to be like the best time. So you can kind of think about your habits too. Um, mm-hmm. and try to match for sure that. if you're a part of your target market you're great how would you tell yourself <laughs> this story like <laughs> tell yourself um and then as far as warm audience and cold audience so of course your warm audience are going to be your actual followers the ones that follow you they've invested in you they technically know you i put that in quotes because it's via social media and um the cold audience how you can get more of a reach um is through hashtags, which that is changing all of the time um, about how many you need and like which ones are best. And so you can kind of, again, that's something I'm guessing and checking as I go because it's changing. It used to be 30. Now it's eight. Like it's whatever. Instagram is a search engine. So I would encourage you to use hashtags. We needed to send my mom flowers and in, again, instead of going to Google, I just went to Instagram and said, like, florist in New Braunfels with the hashtag. And it pulled up, you know, then you can see their pictures and you can see yay them mom and, and your flowers. Yay mom and your flowers. Um, but so that's really important. If you are a local business, um, it's really important to put your city hashtags and like the cities around it or the small towns around it. That's a good um, and then the but as so hashtags will get you to a cold audience as well as reels. And I know you hear it and I know some of us have tried it. Some of us, it sounds like daunting, but reels are pushed. It's just like TikTok where it's pushed to people whether they follow you or not. And so um, the way I would. OK, so some people don't know this. I know, Jen, you and I talked about it when I was up there. The sound is what's pushed to people. So you really want to use a trending sound. If you just go sit on reels for 10 minutes a day, you're going to immediately, if you scroll through, you'll see those sounds they're pushing because those are the ones they're pushing to you. And just save the ones you like 
and then go back and use them. But if let's say Jen stayed on a certain sound for a lot of the time, Instagram is like, oh, she likes this sound. Let's push more videos that are that sound to her. And so when you use those trending sounds, they're pushed to more people. (laughs) I'm so like not good at this because this is where Christina had to teach me because my thought was well I want to use the sound nobody's using so mine is (laughs) different but she's like no the point is to use one every because I saw well I wanted to do the Celine Dion video which I did but I saw someone else (laughs) in my town do it and I was like well I can't do it because she did it and she's like that's the whole point you do the the point I didn't understand trending video I was like oh okay okay so you want to do the trend yes which is why trevor calls her a facebook mom (laughs) that's exactly why (laughs) but and i just need to end this by saying i'm not trashing facebook i am one of the first well i am generation users of facebook (laughs) but i'm just saying figure out when you figure out your target market you're gonna figure out where they where you're more likely to have exposure You know, and so for me personally, the ones I'm focusing on are Instagram and Pinterest. Um, But yours might look different and that's okay. And I would encourage you to only learn like one or two at a time and get really good at that one or get really. Yeah, good, like good at it. Okay, so we'll finish up just by well, one, I hope this gave you more confidence to post like people want to see you on social media. They want to see your face. They want to see your business and your brand. And you're there for a reason. And you have a target market that is going to love you and cheer you on and be there for you. Your goal is just to get in front of that target market. And so Mm -hmm. I would say your homework is to pick adjectives that you want people to feel when they interact with your brand on social media and your packaging on your website, whatever. Discover those adjectives because it has to start there. And then I would encourage you to go buy the bundle. And that's not so I make a sale. It's more, again, no, I wish I could go do Go buy the bundle. Yeah, this is like great <laughs> research. It's beautiful. It's all laid out for you. You just print it out each week. Have all your posts ready. It's that. And it is $34. Well, that's what I was when I when people were asking me to do their social media, I was oh looking gosh. at how much people charge for you to do your social media. And it's outrageous. Like, I just yeah. didn't even feel right charging that. <laughs> um, but because it comes easy to me, I did know like not every it doesn't come easy to everyone. And it did take time and effort to build the bundle and all that. So I I am not I'm justifying my price, but um, I do hope that it gives people the, the confidence because I think that's one of my favorite things of working in dentistry was watching people's confidence after their they got their teeth cleaned or their teeth fixed, which mm-hmm. is so stupid because the confidence was already there. Um, but that was one of my favorite things. And so to see somebody like get feedback on a post that meant a lot to them is it just gives me all the good feelings inside. Well, you're really good at helping us all. So thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Jen's really good at the budget. I'm good at the social aspect. This is us. Well, we are just so grateful that you guys chose to listen to us today. And we just wanted to remind you that um, you're in a safe space when you're listening with us. We, You guys have been messaging us, which we're so incredibly grateful for because we're starting to meet businesses we don't personally know. And that's super exciting. Again, we love social media for the connecting aspect. So um, follow us there. We'd love to hear from you. And we just want to remind you that you are never doing small business life alone. 
Join in the conversation by following us on Instagram at at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love to follow and support other small businesses. And if you love the podcast, we would absolutely be so grateful if you subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone. We're better together.